show for a wee daily. That's what I was do it right. saying. So what All do you right. want Take- me to say, Amanda? What do okay, you want me what to I say? Want you to- well, I want to say, like you have said the past two episodes is, what up, Dangle Baggers? It's your girl, Timo and Mandy, and we dangling, dangling. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know we were supposed to do it the same every time. That's my fault. Let's do it. Okay. What up, Dangle Bangers? It's your girl, Timo. And Mandy. And we dangling. Dangling. What up, girl? What up? It's episode four. How has your week been? Girl, I've been dangling for real, honey. <laughs> Bonnet on to the max. Bra has been invisible. Have not seen it. But on the real tip, though, your girl been working hard this week um, for whatever reason. My boss has decided that he wanted me to work harder from home than I have in the office. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, that's about that. What about you? Honey, same. When I tell you, honestly, I had to finally take my bonnet off the other day. <laughs> because mm. I, I don't think I had to get off for about two weeks. <laughs> for about two <laughs> weeks straight, dog. And so, it was like a whole big nap. Up underneath my bonnet because I was just leaving it on. I was in Zoom meetings with my bonnet on. And like, I really, yeah. So my week has been pretty much the same and doing a lot. Actually, it was a pretty rough week. I had a lot going on. My great granddad passed. So that was rough. Um, so yeah, I know. Rest in peace, granddaddy. Um, so yeah, so just dealing with that and then like being at home, knowing that, you know, we can't travel, you know, I can't go to his funeral. So yeah, it was just, it was just rough. So it just got me thinking a lot, you know, about my childhood, you know, being, cause my grand, my great granddad lived in Philadelphia in the Pocono mountains. So, you know, as a kid, I would go and visit him. And so I just, you know, remember him, I guess being that person in my life. And so Aww. it got, I know, so I just think it got me thinking about my childhood <laughs> a lot. And so actually that's what we're going to have the topic for this week. It's just a little reminiscent <laughs> to our past, to our childhood <laughs> and things okay, we childhood. had to deal with, right. Things we had to deal with as a child to be honest, because I feel like a kid sitting in this house by myself. So the topic for this week is going to be childhood struggles. Childhood struggles. I had plenty of those. (laughs) Right. So yeah, go ahead and start it off, Mandy. What was uh, a childhood struggle that you remember? (laughs) Oh my goodness. So one that I thought about immediately was being in grade school and having to do a research paper and not having the internet and having to use, okay, young folks, I don't even know if y'all know what this is, but an encyclopedia Bro. Oh, my mom used to have them in the shed. So every time I did a paper, I had to go and if don't let you have multiple topics because you got to go get to each set because it was like it was like A to C, you know, D to F. And you got to look through those pages and try to find research. We didn't have Wikipedia back then. And as a matter of fact, when Wikipedia first started, they was like, "Uh uh-uh, don't use Wikipedia. That is not a reliable source. You need to be able to put something in your bibliography. And you'd be like, bruh, really? So, you know, um, the encyclopedias help your girl out. But, you know, you had to get a new set every couple of years because the data got, you know, old or whatever. But 
I do not remember. I do not miss those days. And then, you know, I thought I had got to come up when we had finally got in Carta on Microsoft <laughs> with, <laughs> with Microsoft 95. You know, I had in Carta so I could type it in. You know, your girl was, you know, fancy. above, you know, your girl was fancy in the streets. So, you know, I was doing it up. But, I would say that was my first struggle and I don't wish that on anybody, but shout out to Wikipedia now because the Wikipedia, it may or may not be reliable, but I know right now when I'm trying to prove a point, I'm going straight to Wikipedia. (laughs) Oh, oh, what? Oh, no, I know for a fact that they won six Grammys. Hold on. Let me pull it up on Wikipedia as if, you know, that's true. Right. So I know you didn't did it. I know you didn't did that before. Oh, I'm quick to pull out wiki on folks. Uh uh-uh, uh, let me go to Google real quick and Google it. Because yeah, and Wiki be the first one to come up with my reliable facts. So yeah, I appreciate you, Wiki. Okay, uh, so what about you? What's your first struggle? <laughs> Thinking about what you're talking about, um, doing research and having the encyclopedias, the step above that girl when we really Thought we was fancy, but we were still struggling. Is when we got the internet and we had that dial up, <laughs> y'all. Let me tell y'all for the kids who don't know what dial up internet, because now y'all know y'all got the Wi Fi and y'all got hot spots on your phones and you have Wi Fi wherever you go. I was literally in Portugal on a bus tour on like one of those big bus where you like ride around the town and they had wi-fi on the bus i was like wow this is so cool but anyway so dial up was where you had to connect you had to have phone service you had to have a landline and that was something else and other folks don't know and that was when your phone imagine your cell phone being connected to your house you couldn't take it with you. <laughs> and so you had to connect. Basically, you couldn't use the phone if you wanted to use the internet. And you had to um, dial up to the internet. And it would be like... Right. And then you'd be like, okay, you connected. And then you get on the internet. And so if anyone tried to use the phone while you were on the internet, they would pick up the phone and they would hear that... Like sound right the <laughs> so that was definitely a struggle of like trying to be on the internet and be on the phone at the same time when you had download <laughs> it was just so big. you remember i know you remember download though oh girl and then when you had the aol or the msn and then they used to make that little sound you oh, got yeah. mail not the aol girl. sound <laughs> with msn you know, you had to you had to finesse because you only got like a two week subscription before they try to charge you. So then you had to try to go find another email address. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you even remember your childhood email address? Because I remember mine. You ready for mine? Wait, mine was Manda for real though at msn dot com. Oh my gosh. My first email, no, wait, not Manda for real though. <laughs> with, well, with the number four, yes. Oh my god! <laughs> my first email address was Sweet Tea S W E E T E E Sweet Tea nineteen eighty nine at Yahoo dot com. <laughs> okay, Sweet Tea. Okay. Sweet Tea nineteen eighty nine at Yahoo dot com. Hit me up. I don't even know. I wonder if that email still exists. <laughs> 
Let me tell you something. That sounds like somebody who had a Black Planet account talking about sweet tea. <laughs> you know what? Not Black Planet. <laughs> I did not have a Black Planet account. You not going to play me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And I was popping. And I used to have my little music oh. with the roses on the screen. Oh, honey. Oh, <laughs> Up there in the streets. I oh, don't, don't sleep on Black Planet. <laughs> Black no. Planet was it. Okay. Before there was Tinder, there was Black Planet. Okay. You right. You right. You right. You right. <laughs> okay. What's another childhood struggle? What's another one? So I know the Madam C.J. Walker movie just came out on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Self-made. I actually just watched this over the weekend. This was really good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Powerful. I enjoyed Powerful. it. Powerful. However, oh, however. Madam C.J. Walker, sis, <laughs> because of this straightening common relaxes, I have had some struggles growing up. Okay? <laughs> First, let's talk about this straightening comb. They used to go put this on the stove. Mm. And then they get that they get their hair food or that blue magic grease. And my mama used to be so rough-handed. Oh. So she would part the hair, put that heavy grease on my head. Correct. And then she would and then you know they'd be like, turn your head to the side. Stop moving. And then they put that thing to your head. And you'd be like, it's hard. And they'd be like, sit still. And then what would happen? You would jerk your head too much. And you would get the what? be burnt earmark because they burnt. burn up your ear okay you're just flaking out with a big black mark oh my god it was the worst i don't wish that on anybody and then once you graduated from the straightening comb and then you got to relax uh mm. so first so first you know i was getting it just for me you know y'all remember the just for me in the box <laughs> Okay, hey, <laughs> okay, the little cassette tape, and then you know, at the end, they had that little pink uh moisturizing lotion that smelled real good. You put it on at the end, so you know, at first I had that, but then my mom was like, uh uh-uh, uh, you need to go ahead and get some motions. Let me tell y'all something motions in that yellow jar with that purple top was the worst relaxer in the world. And my mama would put that on my head. I'm like, mama, it's burning. Uh-uh, it ain't. You got to let it work a little bit longer. Just sit still. Don't scratch your head. <laughs> oh. And then, you know, when they rinse it out and they got to put that, that pH stuff balance in there. And it used to smell like rotten eggs. Oh, my God. Oh, Honey, I do not that miss the That was the worst. That Your hair literally be burning. Like, oh, it just need to burn a little bit longer. It need to burn a little bit more. No, that's wrong. That's not how it's supposed to work. Let me tell you the last relax I got. I was in undergrad and I ain't never told her this story. So when she listens to this podcast, she going to know. Oh my goodness. I ain't even going to say her name. But one of my line sisters did my relaxer and she put that shit on so long. (laughs) And I was like, hey, it's time to rinse it out. She wasn't paying no mind. I said, hey, we need to take this out. She's like, no, no, no. So I finally went in the kitchen, rinsed out my hair. All my hair fell out like that. Tina Turner, remember the what's love got to do with it? Yeah. Girl, my hair fell out in clumps. When I tell you, I was devastated. So she was in the back room after she had put a relaxing in. We was all in the back room with her, my profile, and some other folks. So when I went and rinsed out my hair, all my hair started falling out in the sink. Girl, I was so upset. I just walked home. I didn't say bye. I didn't say nothing. Girl. I went and got, I think within the next couple of days, 
I went and got my hair done. Shout out to Renata in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And I got me a sewing in. And I, it took about a year or so, but my hair finally grew back. Girl, my hair was so messed up. You, I couldn't even put my hair in a ponytail. You could see my scalp. It was bad. And that was the last time I got a relaxer. Did me dirty, honey. Oh, my gosh, mm. girl. That is horrible. Devastating. Wow. Yeah. Say no to the creamy crack, honey. Honey, so, say no. Say no. Yeah, my edges is back now. So, they anchored on the Lord. Amen. So, yeah. So, what about you? What's your What's another childhood struggle for you? Honey, oh my goodness, I'm still in, I'm still grieving your your hair. Um. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm thinking of another one. Okay, so this is real back. This is real childhood typical black parent. Um, you remember when they'll be like, if you go outside, you better stay outside. If you went yes. outside back in the day, you either but, gonna be in or out. Yes, you either going to be in and out because you couldn't be in because, you know, you was letting the cold air out. You was running up the electricity <laughs> bill. <laughs> you know, you was running up the electricity bill if you came in and out. And it was just like, what? But, you know, we believed it. So we had to stay out. So, you know, we had to get creative while we was outside. So I feel like the number one childhood struggle I had and the reason why I will not be getting the coronavirus is because I used to drink out the hose, drink water out the hose. And when I tell okay. you that would be, I tell you that would be the best water. Okay. When you was running the outside, <laughs> when you was running outside all day and you couldn't get back inside or you knew you was going to have to stay in and you went and turned that hose on and gulp. Gulped down that hose water. <laughs> okay, that was the best, honey. When you tell you got all your antioxidants, all your nutrients, <laughs> all of the stuff you needed, your vitamins and minerals was in that hose water, dog. <laughs> that was the best. We didn't have these, you know, hydro flask and recycle b- bottles. We had that hose water. We wasn't added to the plastic waste. We was drinking out the hose. So Honey, listen. <laughs> we didn't have no we didn't have no filtered water. We didn't have no water that went through no osmosis. You had city punch. That was it. <laughs> Room temperature. Whatever was in that water, we was drinking. Okay. Sometimes it wasn't even cold. It wasn't even room temperature. Sometimes it was hot, but you was what? Grateful. You was drinking that water because you couldn't go back inside. So either you was going to be thirsty or you was going to drink that hose water. Okay. <laughs> so you tell drink you how that bad hose my, water. <laughs> girl, let me tell you how bad my family was. In addition to having to drink water out the hose, um, they would say, you know, after you'd have been, out, been outside for about, what, two or three hours, they'll come out there to check on you, make sure nobody had passed out. And they'll say, oh, <laughs> Come here. They'll be like, come here. So they'll get a bottle of uh iodine so uh salt or whatever you call it. The Morton's it wasn't more it wasn't the name brand salt, but y'all y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like they'll be like, here, hold your hand out. And then they would be like, here, get a little bit of this salt, put it in there to get your salt back. And I'm thinking to myself, who thought this was a good idea? They said, Well, you've been sweating, so here, just get a little salt to replenish yourself. And so that's what they made us do back in the day. Bruh, what country stuff is this? I do not remember having to lick no salt. What? <laughs> Bruh. 
So they just came out there and threw some sock packets at you. Well, not even packets. They just had the whole big uh, circular thing of salt and poured it in your mouth. Correct. Yes. Here, put a little bit on your tongue. Get your salt back. I mean, I guess it made sense, but they could have just let us go back inside and rest for a little bit. But at that point, what did they say? You smell like outside, so you need to stay outside. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but they were serious about that outside. They outside versus inside smell. <laughs> they were serious about that. You wasn't bringing it in the house unless you. Was and you know what? And now that I'm older, I do realize that there is a such thing as smelling like outside. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now we know. We didn't realize it then, but yeah, folks can. Smell like outside and bring it right in the inside. Be like, uh uh, uh uh, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> get that out of here. <laughs> Look, I know I didn't say it to a little kid. Uh uh, you smell like outside. You need to go wash off. <laughs> wash your hands at least. <laughs> Thanks. You need to go wipe. You need to go wipe off right quick. You smell like outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I am dang. Um, okay, what's another struggle you had? Oh, girl, you know, during this um, pandemic, I am most grateful for kitchen appliances. And Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for having a dishwasher and a microwave because there was a time when I didn't have either one of those items. And I just want to break it down to y'all how how much energy it took to enjoy a meal back in the day imagine let me tell you the scenario so when i was younger the bus would drop me off down a hill so i used to play trumpet too so i had to carry my trumpet case from from down the hill up the hill and it's like 100 degrees outside so then you finally make it up the hill. You hot. You done had a long day at school. So you like, man, I'm about to heat, heat me up a Totino's pizza. <laughs> well, you know, kids now, they can put it in the microwave after, you know, four minutes. You couldn't do that back in the day. You had to go preheat the oven to 350, wait for the oven to preheat, and then let it heat up for 15 to 20 minutes. And then... You had to pull it out and make sure you didn't turn off the make sure you turn off the oven. That is a struggle. That was right. a struggle. And the kids now, they don't understand how you have your mouth ready for something and having to wait 30 minutes for a pot pie, a banquet pot pie to heat up. Okay? They won't understand that struggle. So I don't really wish that on the young people, but they just need to understand how grateful they are to not have to deal with that and the other part was the dishwasher so we didn't get a dishwasher until i was probably in middle school but my mother had got so accustomed to the hard life that we never really got to enjoy having a dishwasher because you know i'm thinking hey we got a dishwasher now put the dishes in there and let the dishwasher do its job wrong my mama used to make me scrub every single dish and wash them before I put them in a the dishwasher. So I said, well, mama, why do I got to do this? She said, the dishwasher just sanitized the dishes. What? Why, why make me go through that? <laughs> Not why? Sanitized. 
No, it washed it wash them dishes. That's the whole purpose, sis. I used to have to scrub all them dishes, girl, for the longest, even after, you know, like I got out of uh, high school. I wasn't fooling with dishwashers because I had been, de- you know, like I had, I had been traumatized by dishwashers. So, you know, I'm finally at the point where I'll just put a dish in there. You know, if I need to scrub it off a little bit, I will. But I have finally got to a point in my life where I allow the dishwasher to do its job. But my mama, she went playing them games, wash all them dishes. So that was a struggle. So what about you? What's your next struggle? <laughs> okay, girl. Um, thinking about stuff that we didn't have. Um, <laughs> my next struggle is thinking about TV. Because when I tell you I have been watching a lot <laughs> of TV these past couple of weeks, catching up on all of my Netflix shows. Um, and so mm-hmm. I remember, honey, when we didn't have TV really, we didn't have cable, and we had the antenna. <laughs> when we had Not the antenna, antenna. Honey, and we had to like, you had to like mess with it to get it to the right, you know, because it would be them like it would be like lines running across the screen, and we have all these squigglies. But if you adjust that antenna just right, you'll get that perfect clear picture. And we had about what we had no more than about ten, <laughs> twelve. <laughs> Channels Channel. and about two channels and about what six of them was news, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> but honey, when I tell you my grandma could watch her stories, and that was all that okay. mattered. Young and restless, honey, oh honey, Victor, <laughs> you know he's still alive, girl. Dog, there's no way possible. There's no Victor way Victor is still on there. Victor is still on there. No, it's no, it's no way possible. Victor is still on there, though. No. Yes, <laughs> that mm-hmm. that's a that's hilarious. Like, yeah. So my grandma could watch her stories. I mean, we did see cartoons on there a little bit, um. But yeah, having that um antenna, and then when we did want to watch something, and even we had the the VCR. Huh, I know these folks. So these little kids definitely don't know about VCR. So, huh, how do you even explain what a VCR? It was like this big like device where you could watch movies that you go, you know, see in the movie theater and it had these like tapes. And so honey, them could be messed up because if they couldn't work right, you have to like blow air in them or like you have to rewind them. So yeah, it was just a struggle trying to get entertainment back in the day. Oh my god, them tapes. <laughs> mm. I'm so glad we we're past that. Oh my god! Yeah, folks, you'll be watching the tape, folks. Mess around, record over your stuff. Mess. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. You didn't recorded your favorite show. You didn't recorded my brother and me. And you come home and you see that the young and the restless is over your mama. Oh my god! It would be Pissed. the worst. That would be the worst. And then you'll be like, "Why you? Who recorded over my tape? Why you pay any bills here?" Well, no, but you didn't have to record. Well, uh, okay, then, and you couldn't say nothing. Right. You don't own nothing in here. That's my tape. That's mine. <laughs> wow. Okay, then. Hey. Honey, th- the childhood struggle number one was the disrespect. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got one. <laughs> Speaking of disrespect, Wait. one of the childhood struggles I had was my mama would be like, Mandy, Mandy, come here. So I come in there. Well, you know, first she didn't call my name about 10 times. Mandy, 
May, may Amanda, you know what she call you, government. Amanda, come here now. I go up in there. Yes. Can you go get me a glass of water? What? You didn't call my name 10 minutes for me to come get you some water? You could have got your water by then. Bro. The worst. Don't ask to pass the remote. Oh, my God. And you couldn't say. That's probably when I started cussing in my head. Because <laughs> probably under my breath was like, oh, stupid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just I can't wait to do it. So I, I can't wait to have kids so I can do it. I can't wait to do it. When I tell you, my grandma was the number one. Come, hey, come here, come here, T, T, T. <laughs> yes, you know, get up from reading one of my books, you know. Right. <laughs> Hand me that remote at the foot of the bed. What, ma'am? At, at the foot of the bed, really, really, really. <laughs> Man, they turn the air down. Really. Really? <laughs> like, Honestly, I'm so glad we didn't have like um, you know, some people with the fancy houses, they had the little paging systems. I'm so glad we ain't had no little intercom system because it would have been ten times worse if we would have had the intercom system. Oh so. honey, when I tell you they would have been steady pushing it and calling, folks would have been got they really would have got um ahead of themselves with that one. So glad we couldn't afford that, cause honey, I know she would have told my nerves up. So, anywho, okay, what's another one of your struggles? Um, so thinking about uh, my grandma, honey, and thinking about struggle, honey, you remember when we didn't have no cell phone, honey? <laughs> yeah. It was such a struggle trying to get picked up from school. So I never really knew when I was going to get picked up. We got out of school around 3.30. And what that meant was I may or may not get picked up between 3.30. Well, it was never 3.30. 3.45 and about 7.30 was the window <laughs> for me to be able to get picked up. And not having no cell phone, I never really knew. You know, you can't text. You don't know what's going on. You can't track folks' location like you can now. So I mess around, you know, and use the school phone after I've been sitting out school for about 30 minutes, dangling, lurking. So I go in, call my grandma, see where she at. She pick up the house phone. What? What are you doing picking up the house phone? You supposed to be on the way to come and get me. So that was the problem. So it's was like, you wanted to call to see where she was at. But I didn't want her to answer because that meant she was still home, not coming to pick right. me up. <laughs> Come on, like, ma'am. Come on. <laughs> You're supposed to be picking me up. Girl, you was living a life of luxury anyway, because, honey, I never got picked up from school, honey. I had to ride a bus, okay? So you was already living a life of luxury. But yeah. I did. Yeah. See, like, at the marching band practice, I used to, well, like, in high school, I had marching band practice where I was the basketball manager, so I was good. But there was a couple times, like, after them football games, and we would get back, like, we had an away game, and um, my band director had to wait on all of us, and, all, and at the end, all the black kids would be the last ones there. Honey, one day he told my mom I was so bad. He was like, I've been with your kid all day. The least you can come do is pick your child up on time. Honey. I mean, I you know, at first I felt bad because he told off my mama. But after a while, I was like, you know what? Darn right. She ain't had nothing to do but come pick me up. Come pick me up. Oh, my God. Wow. He had an attitude. Attitude. <laughs> he had me with them kids all day. 
I would have had an attitude too. Like, come get your kids. It's ten thirty. So right, why <laughs> come get them kids? We don't want to wait out here with y'all kids. Come on now, <laughs> right? Wow. Okay, what's another one? You got another one? Okay, I got one more. Okay. This was probably my greatest struggle as a kid. So there was a time where we had a washer, but we did not have a dryer. And... Mm. Oh, just thinking about this hurts my heart. I used to have to hang them clothes out on the line. And when I tell you, I probably would have preferred to do mow the lawn before I put them clothes out on the line. <laughs> I hated putting those clothes out. Them clothes used to be so heavy. Then you got to put it on the lawn. And then, you know, my mom used to get them little cheap wood uh, clothes pins. Half of the time I done broke half of them. So I ain't got enough clothes pins. Then you put them out there. And then they used to be so hard when you took them off the line. And then, God forbid, you be at school and you know you put some clothes out on the line the day before and you forgot to take them out, um, pick them up, and then you know it's about to rain. Honey, that'd be the word. Oh, it would just hurt your whole spirit because you know you had to wash the clothes back off and do it all, all the way over. over. All over again because now they wet. And then it got to a point where... My mom got so accustomed to me putting the clothes out on the line. We had a dryer and she was like, "Uh uh-uh, that dryer take too long. That's wasting too much electricity. Go ahead and put them out there. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. We got technology. (laughs) Right. Come on, ma'am. Come on. Ma'am, I just like how fresh they are. These stiff, these stiff clothes. I don't want that. Oh, right. girl, mm-hmm. it was a whole struggle. I don't wish that on nobody. I don't. <laughs> and don't let them fall on the ground. Oh, honey, that would be the worst. Like, yeah, getting clothes off the line, the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got any more? Uh, yeah, one more. The last one, a real big struggle. Because it was big and heavy. And you remember this. Definitely before cell phones. Before we had caller ID and all of that. Honey, when we had to look up phone numbers in the phone book. You remember that big old mm-hmm. thick phone book? They literally delivered that. And we had a phone book. And people's names and addresses and phone numbers was just listed. Yeah, Bell phone book. Used to it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Bell then they had like things for like ads. I remember looking in the phone book for like pizza. We want to order pizza delivery. They had they whole menu in the phone book. You right. You remember, I do that? remember that? <laughs> yeah, that thing was heavy. That was a big book too. Oh, that thing was heavy. Yeah, we're gonna like go get the phone book. Go get it. Yes, honey. The phone book was it. I actually spent time looking and reading through the phone book like a little nerd. <laughs> That phone book had to be at least 1,200. No, it had to be about 10,000 pages. That thing was big. Yes, the phone book, honey. The phone book. That's it. That's how we memorize people's numbers. Nowadays, people don't know nobody's phone number. Right. I really, honestly, I know your phone number, and honestly, that might be it, dog. Like, I used to know your phone number, but you switched numbers. 
So yeah. I don't even know your phone number by now. God forbid okay. I lose my phone and get stranded. I can't call nobody with my house, my mama phone number. That's the only mm. number I know. Mm, I had to change my stuff. You know, the feds be watching. <laughs> the feds be watching. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's it. That's my last one. What's next? Okay, so now it's time for the science moment of the week. Oh, wow. Science moment of the week. Um, So this is actually, I guess, science moment of the month because it is April. So welcome to Earth Month. Yay. And so Earth Month was created to, of course, celebrate our earth and how we want to, you know, save and conserve our environment so it's safe for us. And so April 22nd is actually Earth Day. And it is the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. So the 50th year, we will be celebrating Earth Day. So that's just really exciting for me as an environmental scientist to be a part of this movement, to know that we've been trying to protect, you know, really be more um, considerate to our Earth and our planet for the past 50 years. Um, So things that we can, I guess, do while we're in our homes um, in quarantine, because, I mean, we actually are protecting the earth. I mean, I hate to say it a lot more since we aren't going outside. Um, But Mm -hmm. if you are able, if you are able to side, I mean, things like, you know, planting a tree or taking some time in your garden um, during Earth Day or Earth Month, um, you know, of course, always recycling and doing things like that, um, making more sustainable choices is always really important. Um, So, yeah, to help conserve and protect our planet. So yeah, that's the science moment. Happy Earth Month. Thank you, Dr. Moore. You're welcome. <laughs> All righty. Now it is time for Reddit on Reddit. Hey. So Reddit on Reddit this week, we did confessions last week and really liked it. So we are going to stick with the Reddit confessions channel. So Mandy, what is your confession this week? So my confession for this week was posted by the username S Sadistic Unicorn, and it was posted five days ago. The title is Pizza Drivers Are No Heroes and Not Worthy of Respect or Good Tips. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) So they wrote, Pizza Drivers Deserve No or Very Little Tips. They are no waiters. They are just a delivery service, not better than a postman without any requirements in service, quality, socialization, or looks. For me, they are like fast food workers with cars. You can't compare this to the job of a waitress who has much higher requirements. I work as a waitress and I will look messy like the average pizza driver. I will get sent home. My job goes much further than driving a car and giving some pizzas. I have to pay attention when my customers need something and make sure they feel good. I get the complaining when someone else is doing mistakes. I would argue there is an exception when weather is really bad in this case. Even a pizza driver has to work hard and deserves a slightly better tip, but still no respect. Um, wow. Sadistic unicorn. What I've realized as I've been on this earth for some, you know, decades, everybody wants to oppress and look down upon somebody else. Okay. And 
this waitress is so used to people calling what she does unskilled labor that she tried to find some type of angle to call another group of workers unskilled workers who are unworthy of tips. Here's the thing, sis. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sorry that you are furloughed right now, laid off, whatever you want to call it, because the restaurants are closed. I'm sorry because we're in a pandemic. So right now you are pissed because you are not working, okay? Or you're doing takeout orders, one of the two, but you're not doing your normal job and you're not accustomed to your normal tips. So right now you're trying to find a problem with the delivery workers because they're the only people that are working. But here's the thing, sis. All of y'all are grossly underpaid. And instead of you trying to find problems with the delivery workers, which are some of the only people who are providing meals to people who can't cook in this world or who are too tired to cook. Me. You got a problem. Okay. You got a problem with them. Honey, the people of Postmates and Grubhub and Uber Eats and DoorDash, and DoorDash they are doing the Lord's work right now. Okay. Hey. They are doing the Domino's, Pizza Hut, Papa John. Well, I don't like Papa John's, but either way, <laughs> they are doing the Lord's work right now. So you can have an attitude but what you can't do right now is wait a table for me in my house. So right now you need to get them tips to them delivery folks because you could have not had something to eat tonight or you could have cooked your Alfredo for the fifth night in a row. Okay. <laughs> right. So don't come for the pizza delivery person or any of the delivery people because they didn't have to do it. You didn't feel like going out the house. Some of y'all scared to come out the house during the pandemic. So they're doing good jobs and they need to get a raise right now so you can mind your business, okay? I hate that. Like, let me just get my rent on for a second. I saw somebody tweet the other day. They was like, yeah, some of these people, you know, they don't deserve $15 an hour. Like college graduates, you know, are barely making $15 an hour. Everybody doesn't deserve to make $15 an hour because they have unskilled labor. Here's the thing. Y'all got to stop using y'all college degrees to become elitist, okay? Just because you went to college does not mean that you're the only person deserve, deserving of being in middle class or in the upper echelon of society. Just th- It's just education, okay? Everybody deserves a living wage. It doesn't matter if you're a grocery worker. It doesn't matter if you're the garbage man. It doesn't matter if you do, you know, housekeeping. Everybody deserves a living wage. So I can't tell you, like, right now, people are really showing how elitist they are. And it's so funny because they had so much to say about people working at the grocery stores. But who are they right now? They're the people that's keeping you, keeping you afloat. Because if the, if the grocery stores is closed, what would you be doing? You don't know how to make your own food. Hungry. You ain't no farmer. You would be hungry. So the, y'all been talking about these delivery people. Y'all been talking about people in the, uh, who, who cook. Y'all been talking about these grocery stores. And now what they are? Essential workers. And you need them. So you need to say thank you to them. Because you could be starving right now. So And that's that. that. Okay. So what about you? What did you find on Reddit? Okay. So... Mine is from Rand Randomo underscore Redditor. <laughs> and it was this was actually posted today, five hours ago. I think it popped up on my phone. That's what made me pick it. 
It literally says, since the quarantine, I have gone from showering six to seven times per week to one to two times per week. Oh, my gosh. And all I have to say, boo, is same. Okay. It goes on. She says, the only part, or whoever this is, the only person I see is in person these days is my fiance. He showers pretty much daily, though, and still loves me despite my showering habits. Come on, boo. The main thing, the main thing motivating me to shower is the grease buildup in my hair. Oh, this must be an Anglo. Um, I just swap, I just swap between a different, a few different t-shirts for my daily video stand-ups for work and run a brush through my hair a couple of times before the calls. Of course, no pants all day. I change my underwear as needed, probably every other day. Yo, honestly, though, this person is me because I think I might have told you this, but literally last week, I just changed my T-shirt because I was on Zoom calls with the same people multiple times throughout the week. But I had on the same pants the whole whole week. I had on the same pair of shorts the whole week. (laughs) Just change shirts. Yeah, like it's it's bad. Like my personal hygiene. Um. It hasn't been the best, I'll be honest with you. So I I'm confessing as well with you, Randomo Redditor. I I agree, boo. It's hard out here. You know, my one of my friends say that when you don't leave the house and when you don't change clothes, that's that's the equivalent of being on welfare. Okay. <laughs> I have been on welfare, girl. I have been on welfare for a whole week, okay? A whole week. <laughs> Me too, girl. I've been on welfare. Well, look, we about to get these welfare checks so <laughs> from the government. So we all yeah. When, my, when, when is my welfare check coming? Because they said we girl, about to we get ain't getting dollars. They said we supposed to be getting these twelve hundred dollars. I need them to run that money in, okay? Where them twelve hundred dollars? We ain't getting these checks. And then I read something that um we might have to pay this back in our next tax return. So I don't want it if I got to pay it back. What? What we mean got paid back? Do them big businesses have to pay that stuff back? Some of them will allegedly. Look, allegedly is the key word. I don't believe they will. So I'ma hold on to that check and you know until something, you know, I need to get a little bit more information. Cause if y'all telling me uh that I'm gonna have to pay this back, y'all can keep it. I don't want no parts of it. Yeah, that's facts. That's messed up. No, I'm not paying that back now. Come on now. Look, I'm a, excuse me. Are you an Indian Gilbert? Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> I ain't no taxis, backsies. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> you want it back? There's no taxis, backsies. <laughs> oh my god. No. Okay, okay. It is time for your review of the week. Review of the week. Mandy, what you reviewing this week? Okay. So, I know some of the girls, including myself, have been going through it with COVID-19 because we are unable to go to the nail shop and get these carishas done. Y'all, my nails is bald. Honey. (laughs) My nails is bald. They look eat up. They look eat up, child. I don't even know how to type with these little baby nails. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> they look like little nubs. Oh God. I can't even scratch my face. Oh, oh. Depression. But <clears throat> on top of that, what I also notice is that these feet, 
are past due. Okay. And so ladies, you know, now the remedy for the nails is I did buy some press ons on, um, from Etsy. I haven't put them on yet, but Jackiana, the, uh, beauty influencer, she put us on to it. So you can go like on Etsy, you can go to her Instagram page and she has recommendations for her, um, her nails on her highlighted uh, IG story. So yeah, you can get a little press ons for the nails, but for them feet, <laughs> ah! honey, you know, I'm about four days away from my feet, making some noises under them sheets, honey. So, um, I'm have <laughs> mine is there. Okay. Mine is there. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my homegirls said they feet making them noises. And so with that being said, the item of the week is the baby foot original exfoliant foot peel. So you can find this item. Um, they have, I saw it at Target the other day. And you can also purchase this item at Amazon for $25. And so basically, I don't know what's in it, but you soak your feet for like an hour with these with this item on it or whatever. And then after that, for the upcoming days or whatever, probably up to like a week, your feet are going to exfoliate. And I'm going to be honest with you all, your feet are going to be embarrassing. They are going to look God awful. It's going to be like snakeskin shedding from your feet depending oh, on wow. how much yeah depending on how much crust has accrued on your feet um and it's going to exfoliate not late. crude like interest <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> yo i'm dead yeah so depending on how much crust and and here's the thing sometimes it take it take layers from 2015 that was on my feet the last time I did it. I'm oh. telling you, this thing, it's going to get them current layers of dirt and dust and crust. But it's also going to get them layers that you forgot about. And so you got to bear through it now. You got to you gotta be patient. But after about a week or so, your feet going to come out softer than a baby's foot. And that's no lie. I ain't going to lie to you. You can look at the reviews on Amazon. I was too embarrassed to put up my pictures because they look so bad, but wow. it'll work well. And the key is to soak your feet um, every night if you can and just like water. And when it starts peeling, do not touch it. Do Just let it fall off. I suggest you wear socks in the bed because your feet going to be peeling. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be bad, y'all, but it's going to be well worth it. Um, this is the time, especially be by yourself. Uh, shoot even if you ain't by yourself shoot these men struggling they ain't got their hair cut they'll be all right with your little crusty feet so get into it ladies and gentlemen Hmm. that sounds good y'all need to get that because my feet is back well past well past it honey i made a mistake saying oh you know i'll just get my pedicure next week next week never came because the shop shut down Oh my God, This I cannot wait. When I tell you, I cannot wait to hear the words, gel polish. Would you like gel polish? <laughs> Pick your color. Pick your color. <laughs> when I tell you, I can't wait to go in there and get disrespected. <laughs> Look, put your foot in the water. Put your foot in the water, okay? Would you, would you like something to drink? cannot wait to hear those words no you know what i can't wait you want callus removed five dollar more five dollar more <laughs> i can't wait for her to tell me i need my 
remove. Yes, ma'am. You better remove every single one of them calluses. You better. <laughs> you listen, and then like I can't wait to go to the eyebrow shop. And then when they do your eyebrows, they say you want lip, you want upper lip. <laughs> no. <laughs> But listen, I miss him so much. I might let him do it this time. That's how much I miss him. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Go go ahead and hit that upper lip. Go ahead. Get that lip. Get that lip, sis. <laughs> Get that lip. Okay? Because I deserve, honey. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Just like I've been seeing these folks be doing these little don't rush challenge don't rush and they do the little makeup thing and i'm thinking uh-huh. to myself y'all must have just got y'all stuff y'all services done prior to us getting these home and shelter orders because honey i am not ready to do no type of challenge that requires <laughs> me to dress up my eyebrows is out of shape okay nails is out of shape <laughs> Well, first of all, you know, they be drying them eyebrows on. So it don't matter what your eyebrows look like these days because you could just plaster a big eyebrow on top of it. <laughs> Facts. Go ahead about your day. Yeah, I am not okay. I um, am not okay. <sighs> yes, Lord. Please, Jesus. Can I get my nails back? Oh, bring back our nails. <laughs> bring back. Listen, I just. I mean, even if I get a brunch again, listen, as cheap as I am, when they say it's just all on one check, I might buy the, I might pay for everybody brunch. <laughs> you can put it all on me. Put it all on it's me. It's on me, baby. It's on me, baby. That's on me. Like, <laughs> it's all on me. It's all on me. It's all on me. Okay. Oh, okay. So. Are you rent ready? Yes, honey. You know, I stay rent ready. So, girl, this week's rant. Oh, my goodness. I just, uh, I just, uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to talk about this. So, in my life, in my real life, um, I founded an organization called Awoke Space and Awoke standing for women of color. Um, and just so in the field, like, you know, for me in science, there is not a lot of women of color in the field. And yeah, I, like basically I'm the only black person in my lab in particular. I don't see a lot of, you know, minorities on a day to day. And so Awoke Space was kind of created to like combat that to say, okay, we need to provide a space for women of color in the working environment. And so since the whole COVID-19 has started, you know, we've all been working from home, Woke Space kind of like adapted to being a virtual space. And we have been hosting these Zoom meetings where we having like, you know, motivational check-ins, we're doing yoga together, we're co-working together, uh, we're having happy hours and women women's circles and book clubs. So it's really been like, a cool space to have and to be honest with you i've interacted with more like women of color scientists um through works through woke space in the last three weeks and i have probably the whole time i've been in my new lab so that has been something i really like cherished like wow like i've met these people from all around the world um and i don't usually get that on the day-to-day basis but anyways, long so we've had this space. So we've had, um, we were having a women's circle on the cut last week and I was literally on the call and, um, yeah, like this random people, um, 
jumped on the call and all were yelling um the n-word nigga 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 yes as they were like coming on to our zoom call and it was just like oh my god what in the world like what is going on and so i like immediately like close out the call and um you know, in the meeting. And then I opened it back up just to see like what was, you know, what happened and they were all still there. So I ended up having to like, you know, password protect our meetings now. Um, and so, yeah, and I reported it to Zoom. I haven't heard from Zoom, which is unfortunate, but I have was not right. <sighs> Trash. Um, but I did get reached out to by someone from BuzzFeed, um, this guy named Sal Hernandez, and he actually did an article on the incident. And so we did have an article in BuzzFeed now. Um, and so I think this experience, it was just like such a scary, a scary and surreal experience. Cause like, I'm literally in my house, like just chilling on zoom, waiting for, you know, people to jump onto the women's circle and then to be attacked in that way. Like people like yelling at me and it's, it was just like so unexpected it's just like so almost like really like traumatic like since the event has happened like it's just been like me thinking about like what do I want to do with a woke space now what type of change is what I like to see in the world because like it's just so unexpected for this to still be happening mm-hmm. in 2020 like it's 2020 we're literally in a pandemic and people are choosing to spend their time harassing people online and it's just like what who really so it's just like for y'all it's like you know i have to say this from the bottom of my heart fuck (laughs) y'all like that's really it if they was to happen to ever listen to this because it's like it's so messed up that they felt like they could like bully us and take away that space um but of course that didn't happen like a woke space is still up and running we've just password protected our meetings um but we're still meeting we're still having those same activities but you know it just lets me know that the work that we're doing is definitely needed and necessary like we need spaces that are protected and safe for us to just exist um and i thought and i was hoping that you know zoom would have been that space um hopefully they'll get their security stuff situated but yeah we're gonna keep it pushing and so i'm just glad that you know the news they pick it up and hopefully these people will stop but yeah i just couldn't believe it happened in this yeah it's a mess so (laughs) i mean it's unfortunate or whatever that these folks are so bored that they got to sit up here bored interrupt your call um, I think the term you you may have already said it was Zoom booming. I think that's what I saw. Zoom um, bombing, yeah. Oh, Zoom bombing, yeah. Um, it's just it's so unfortunate, but I'm so glad that you know you didn't allow that to discourage you, and you just found, a, you know, a temporary solution to work around that. So, um, because I've been on I've been on the, some of the woke calls, and it just seems like a inviting space for people to be able to. Um, you know, just come together and stay focused, especially during this time, because a lot of people are not accustomed to working from home. So I'm glad that you have did it, guys. Make sure you all check it out. You want to give a plug to your to your woke space? Oh, yes, definitely check out woke space, um, woke space dot com, woke space on Twitter, on Instagram is woke underscore space. And um, we have activities um, daily on Zoom. They're free. Um, and yeah, so you can email a woke space at gmail dot com for the information or just check us out on social media. But yeah, our first um Activities usually a check in in the morning, and then we do a working session together um, from noon to two uh, Pacific time. And then, yeah, we'll have a evening activity, either a happy hour or a women's circle or a book club. So join us. Love to have y'all there. And can you spell it? Because it's spelled a little differently. 
Oh, yeah. So it's A, like regular A, and then woke, W-O-C, and that stands for women of color, and then space, regular spelling, S-P-A-C-E, A woke space. Sounds good. Check it out, guys. Check it out. Check it out. Okay. So now it's time for tweets that didn't fly. So what you got? Um, so I posted this tweet on December 24th, 2019. And so it read, and it got, let me see how many likes, eight likes. So, you know, up there. What's the disease called where you frantically brush and floss your teeth minutes before going to pay hundreds of dollars for a dentist to do it for you? <laughs> because <laughs> when I tell you I will have, I will do the most, do a whole floss, do a whole routine seconds before I'm about to go to the dentist to get my teeth clean. It's like, why? What is the purpose for that? Like, I'm literally about to right. pay them. They're going to they gonna run my car. They're going to charge my insurance regardless. So why do I feel like I need to get my teeth in tip-top condition before going to the dentist? Okay. Because if, if you got a cavity, it's already there. Right. Oh I'm going to tell you why. Because it's the same way when people get cleaning services at their house and they try to tidy up before the cleaning lady come. Exactly. It's like why you cleaning when you got you paying somebody to clean? Like what you what you doing? OMG. Oh my gosh. So what's your what's your tweet? (laughs) Okay. So my tweet is I posted this, it got two likes. I posted this on March 28th, 2020 at 5.30 p.m. I put with a guy, it was like a gif of a guy looking confused doing equations. And it says, mm-hmm. you're going to get off I-40 and get on Highway 440 and take exit 62. And I put the screaming emoji, I'm not a map, text me the address. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Old people love to be like, yeah, you're going to go down by half a mile. Then you're going to make a right, going to get to that red light. You're going to make two more turns to the left, going to go by the roundabout. Oh, I ain't got no maps. I ain't door the explorer. Text me the address. <laughs> I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Oh my gosh. I am directionally challenged. Please. Oh my God. And then I, you know, you try to be respectful and listen. They be like, you got it now, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, can you send me the address? I don't know the address. Excuse me. I need the address. Why do people want to? I'm not remembering all of that. Text me that address. Right. Text me the address. Like, oh no, no, no. I can just explain it to you. No, 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 no. I can't hear. That's what you're missing. That's what you're missing. It's literally not you. It's me. I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know where none of these turns and twists. I don't know where none of that is. Just give me the address. Okay. That's okay, it. Okay. Please and thank you. Back in the day when I had first got my car. And I had to try to go somewhere. Oh, my God. I would get some instructions. And I would remember the first two, get there, and then have to ask for instructions again. I just, <laughs> ugh. 
it was a mess. So I don't wish that on nobody. Just hey, tell your parents and your uncles and them. Just text you the address. Let's let's save time. I right. have one thing. Oh, one more thing, guys. This I was gonna make this my tweet of the week, but I do want to bring this. I just wanted to bring this to everybody's attention. Um, I, one thing I've been noticing, like when I you know like go to the grocery store or whatever, is that I've been noticing that people are like wearing gloves. And while it is a safety precaution for some people, just be careful about how you are using your gloves because if you're wearing your gloves um, and then you're going and you're touching everything in the grocery store and then you're touching your purse, you're touching your cell phone, and then you're also touching your car door before you take those gloves off, you're bringing all of those things that you were exposed to in the store back home. So just make sure that you're just careful about how you're actually using your gloves. And, you know, like if you see somebody in the grocery store who's checking out people and they have on gloves and you haven't seen them like changing their gloves, you probably just want to go ahead and go to, excuse me, go to self-checkout because those gloves, they're not, a lot of people are not changing their gloves like they're supposed to. So just be mindful if you are wearing gloves to, you know, not touch everything, like just wear them in the grocery store. And before you get to your car, you need to take them off or whatever, and still, of course, wash your hands and stuff like that. So, just keep that in mind. Yeah. Okay. I think that ends it for this week, girl. Don't you think so? I think so, guys. Keep dangling. <clears throat> you want to shout out our sponsors? Yes. Um, I would like to thank our sponsors, Timo and Mandy. <laughs> we all we got. We all we got. We all we got. We all we got. <laughs> All right, y'all. Stay dangling. Keep dangling. Yeah. If you have any questions for us or have any submissions for uh, Reddit on Reddit, hit us up at wedangling uh, at gmail.com. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the convo going, Follow us on social media at we, D-A-N-G-L-I-N.